0: hello hello how are we doing today I'm good how are you Leo
1: <laughs> I'm also good I'm feeling in like a very mellow mood right now how are you yeah do you want to say what you did this morning I actually had a very peaceful morning I've been I'm very proud to report I don't know if I ever gave an update on the pod but you know how I had like the six thirty challenges with my housemate where we were like waking each other up and competing as to like who woke each other up first this week, this last week was the first week where we did like a trial, like without the competition, to see if we've built the hub the habit up well <laughs> enough to yeah. like stick to the early wake-ups without having to like wake up in a state of like stress and panic every morning. Yeah, because um, it's been really fun, but also, yeah, I literally like jump out of bed, you know, every like, oh my
0: god, like <laughs> Probably I can't, I you can't lose.
1: Them. Um, yeah so this week was the first one and I'm very happy to report that I I was um we stuck to it really well I think one of the mornings I I slept in a bit more I slept till 7 30 because we'd like gone out the night before and I literally went to bed at that's like 2 30 um that's so fair <laughs> so I that was needed that was needed but it's been really good and what okay, about everyone
0: else did they also
1: not six <laughs> thirty? but like everyone's just woken up like we're we're quite an early household now we've noticed how that impacts our sleep though like we're all so tired at like 10 and we're
0: like oh my god what's that's so going good though <laughs> yeah i i quite enjoy it it's not like you're sleeping at 10 but also waking up at like eight you know you're the hours yeah. that you're not getting at night you're still getting in the morning so yeah
1: I feel like that's, um, should I also go into my high? Well, anyways, part of my highs. It's just, yeah. Yeah, go, go
0: into your highs and lows. <laughs> so this
1: this morning was like one of those morning routines where it was just like, you know, I made my coffee, I read my book. I don't know if any of you are reading the, the Last Hours series by Cassandra Clare. I didn't even realize when I borrowed like the first book uh, in the library that it's such a new like it's it's still ongoing. I thought that like the third book was already out when I I didn't even realize like how new it was, and then I literally read the I finished the second book and I wanted to like find the third and I realized it wasn't out yet and I was like oh my gosh like I didn't realize <laughs> I was like you know can. Kind yeah. of on time with it. So it came out, I found out via Instagram comments actually on like one of our recent posts. So I immediately next day delivered it uh, from Amazon. um Cute. And I started that this morning and I'm so excited. If any of you are reading that book, please let me know and we can like discuss about it because um, yeah. And yeah, I journaled. I had my breakfast. I finished The and Georgia. I am heartbroken cuz you've Okay, you watched the show, right? Did Have you, you, finished yeah, you finished it? Yeah, you finished it. Oh my god. <gasps> I was I I I sobbed. I sobbed so much. Did you actually? Yeah, this show. I I was crying every single episode. Like genuinely. You know, I don't think sorrow. a lot of people
0: like the show. <laughs> There's like people think it's horrible acting, but I'm like, how? I'm literally obsessed with it. I think it's good acting. I think it's Georgia good acting. I think it's it's really it's
1: really real I think that's what I like it's it's showing that like people which blends into the topic of our episode but it's just showing that like you can emphasize I can't speak today you can emphasize with Georgia (laughs) and understand all that she's been through but also realize that like so many of the things that she did are like objectively wrong. Yeah, but you. I still loved her as a character, and I'm rooting for her. I'm like, please no! I don't want her to get convicted for these murders. <laughs> like, <laughs> spoiler. <laughs> well, to be fair, I feel like even in the first season, you know that like she's murdered. Her, yeah, like, it's X obvious husband, from, like, So I feel like it's not a spoiler. First. But she doesn't. The, <laughs> the thing which, like, I'm not gonna say what it is, but the thing in the in the second season, which she does, and then it like comes crashing down on her. I'm like, but why? i know like that I was exactly so pointless
0: oh. oh god and also like does she she does oh, oh we'll talk about it afterwards because i don't want to go into it too much honestly but yeah At that, same i'm like why would you do that like you know already like everyone's freaking watching you so why would you put yourself in in a situation like that
1: that was just dumb it was Anyways,
0: so yeah
1: the because uh, the other bits i just genuinely kind of understood like she was like in yeah. danger you know Uh, anyways um yeah that show had a (laughs) bloody chokehold on me all of this week and I was like in the shower today like literally just before we started to record like genuinely seriously thinking about in my mind like oh my god how is Georgia gonna get out of this now and like (laughs) like like why (laughs) did she do this and like I'm so invested in these characters like I know but oh yeah one thing that I really liked about the show was like how it Portrayed relationships, like especially Marcus and Ginny, I think they had so many like real moments. Like there were, they were one moment where it was just like imitating like this meme thing of like the surfer, you know, like the whoopah or like yeah. <laughs> yeah. Even like their sex scenes, like with like the I think like giving consent
0: or like I don't know, just a lot of stuff felt very real and like act like yeah. really good. Even like the cute cuddly scenes, yeah, like yeah. Or, like, the morning cuddles and stuff. I'm like, it actually felt really realistic to what normal relationships are like.
1: Yeah. So, great show. If you haven't watched it, go watch it. <laughs> Prepare
0: to be emotionally... It's on Netflix for anyone that wants to watch Emotionally impacted.
1: It. Yeah, on Netflix. Anyways, what was my point? Oh, yeah. And then I went on a, a run <laughs> and I listened to country music and that was great. And now I'm
0: loving to Cara, which is also great. <laughs> Stuffa. <Stop it. laughs> <laughs> Any lows this week? um oh yeah well i actually i
1: don't want to have a low all right i don't have a low um i'm not gonna say a low because i feel like ever since we did the episode actually and ever since like the mind shed shit the my mi- why can i <laughs> not speak today what is going on <laughs> <laughs> ever since my mindset shift since we last spoke I have actually been sticking to it really well. Like, I really feel like I'm in a good space right now where I'm appreciating my life so much more. And yeah. I had a realization the other morning where I was just like, everything is beautiful just as it is. And I can still be obviously striving for growth and striving for like things in my career or for the podcast or etc. but also accepting at the same time that, my life as it is now is already amazing and worth so much like I was thinking like if I was 40 and still in like a corporate job still doing the podcast with like exactly the same size as it is now like still have the same friends most importantly for me is also like the love and the relationship I have like honestly I'd
0: I'd be so happy like that's yeah you know so I think I've just been we both had that realization with the podcast as well Mm -hmm. was it this week was it this week? Last week, maybe. Um, where we had, like, some interesting interesting conversations yeah. about how the podcast is going and stuff. But we were both like, hmm, we should not, like, feel bad about where we are right now. And just, like, yeah. properly take it in and be proud of it. So, yeah, I agree with what you're saying. Yeah.
1: Um. So I've just been trying to focus on that more. And just accepting and being grateful. And also, like, emotionally distancing myself from work, if that makes sense. Like, trying not to let it affect my actual emotional like (laughs) mental state and more just like see it as something I'm really grateful for um but it's it doesn't have that much power over me or that's what
0: I don't want it to have you know yeah Um,
1: so that's me
0: (laughs) what about I'm just laughing because I'm literally like I wish I was like that because I literally and I want to be like that like I want to be able to just like distance myself from work but I literally had a moment yesterday where like I didn't understand an email and instead of being like an adult about it, I literally had a tantrum. I was like, I don't understand this email. Why and I I literally started crying to Ed. I'm like, why do I not understand what this person is saying? Why are people so difficult? Anyways. So <laughs> well, I need to learn it's how it's to distance. always easier
1: said than done though. <sighs> I bet I'll have a moment no, next I week agree. where I get like panicked about something, you know? And but it's just I saw this TikTok which was like when you start <laughs> stressing about your job or, like, are in the middle of, like, a mental breakdown about, like, things are being delivered
0: and then you realize you work in marketing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I always just tell myself it's just ads. It's just advertising. Literally. Honestly, it's not the- We're not killing people. We're not saving lives.
1: Not Like, nothing matters. It really doesn't matter. It really, really doesn't.
0: Yeah, so <laughs> hopefully one day. <laughs>
1: do you ever have that where like you're in meetings I've had this recently like a lot but you have meetings or like even like zoom calls or something and you just like zoom out and you're like we're all just pretending like we're all just acting we're all playing these (laughs) roles of like being these like corporate like working people
0: but it's like everyone's almost
1: like putting on like this working persona, like, acting thing. It's so weird yeah. when you think about it.
0: Everyone, like, puts on
1: their different Even when outfits. I do it, like, I'll end up on, like,
0: yeah, of course, not. in terms of next steps, let's... And I'm, like, literally, like, I hate myself right now. <laughs> Isn't it so weird? It's so funny. It's anyway, so should I say my highs and lows? Yes, please. Take um, over the mic. Take over. Um. So my low... I'll start with that. Um, It's not specifically this week. It's more just like an accumulation of like last week. Um, But I've had a a few personal things going on. It's not really my place to specify what it was. Um, But it just really took over me uh, because I'm such an empath, you know, (laughs) emotionally. (laughs) So that was just a bit hard because I was like trying to function during the day when I had like so much going on in my brain and like worrying about someone else. So that was just like a bit annoying. Um, and it just really, really drained me, which yeah. is my low. But in terms of my high, um maybe maybe in because of the low, it made me um bond more and get closer with my family, which I'm very mm-hmm. grateful for. So I guess the low kind of led to the high of just like getting closer to my family and like really being there for each other in that moment. Yeah. So um and I'm really grateful that like we have that close relationship where we can you know, talk to each other and be there for each other in times of need. So, yeah, there we go. There is a high. (laughs) I love that. Do you want to quickly touch on the thing that we were talking about before and read from your list? Yeah, Leah wants me to to (laughs) disclose something. Um, So if anyone listened to our 2023 uh, resolutions episodes, one of the things that I said I wanted to do, which even when saying it, I was kind of like, "Mm, I'm just going to put this out there, but if it doesn't happen, it's fine. Um, which was probably my, like, way of self-protecting yeah. so that I wouldn't be disappointed if it didn't happen. Um, but one of the things was to start therapy, and I can uh, proudly say <laughs> that I've I've done two sessions now. Woo! Um, so it's going well. It's going well. Um, we're we're all as very scary proud as I of thought. you. It's literally just a chat. Like, yeah. it's actually not as scary as people put out there. Um obviously I'm like paying for it from my pocket so I'm also very grateful that I'm in the situation where I can do that yeah um but yeah it's uh I'll let you guys know how it goes I have f- mm, I'm doing six sessions in total with the specific person so I'll, I'll let you know how it goes <laughs> but yeah. that is me I'm very
1: proud of you very very Thanks. proud of you and I know that the podcast listeners will be as well um, and I think because yeah. we spoke about this like just before we called and Carl was like no I don't want to say it on the podcast yeah I want to say it like yeah. after the six sessions are done and I was like you know this is what the podcast is about like even if you get to the end of six sessions and you're like okay actually I want to like stop for a bit now or like start a different therapist like it doesn't matter yeah. like it's just like you taking the steps and that's already yeah. like amazing and you should be really proud of yourself for it and I know that like one of the exercises which <laughs> your therapist told you to do <laughs> <I'm> like, yeah <laughs> I think it's such a sweet idea and even if you don't want to no, share like good. what you wrote down no, no no you can yeah but maybe you could say what it is because I feel like we should challenge our listeners to do the same
0: I mean it's basically what you just told me to do as well now is like mm. to be proud of um you know even it's just because I didn't do all the six sessions doesn't mean it's not worth celebrating in this moment so yeah one of the things that she told me because I told her I'd, I'd journal and you know, do those things. So she said, um, every day to, to journal about the things that I'm proud of. It doesn't have to be big. It can be big or it can be small, but for every day to actually think of like a few things that I'm proud of for that day. Um, so I'm going to start doing that as well, which should be good because I basically don't, I don't think highly of myself sometimes. So I need to, like, actually appreciate what I do for myself and, like, the things that I'm doing and think of it in a in a better light. So here's to doing that. <laughs> yes. I feel like it's
1: something that, yeah. like, we all could and should do more, you know?
0: It yeah, no, be... I agree. And it
1: can be something, like, so small. Like, you washed your sheets today and that was something that you did for yourself which I
0: actually did how did you know (laughs) it's because
1: I was looking at mine and I need to do that today so I'm like you know that I would I would feel really proud of myself if I did that (laughs) um or like I've been starting to not drink I'm trying to drink more like decaf coffee in the afternoons so that I actually like do feel like tired in the evenings and stuff yeah and I I'm proud of myself for that you know Although then I I watched like a video of someone saying that like apparently decaf coffee is like bad for you cuz it's like processed in a different Why? way. Why? I don't know. I don't know Weird. if this is true or not. Like someone who's a coffee <laughs> expert please enlighten me. I'm still going to continue yeah. to drink it. Um but
0: <laughs> <'Cause> <laughs> I don't care the answers uh,
1: I don't drink anyway. <laughs> yeah.
0: I don't care what you're going to say. But. Yeah, I don't care if it's bad for me, okay? I'm going to put it in my body.
1: I just, I love coffee so much. Like, the taste is, like, ultimate
0: comfort to me. It's just so beautiful. I love it. It really is. I yeah. was, like, craving, I was b- coming back from London at, like, 7 p.m. last week, and I literally was craving coffee, so I was just like, you know what, whatever, let me get a coffee. Probably shouldn't have gotten one, because it made me super buzzed on the whole train ride home. This is why but... you should get,
1: you should have gotten a decaf one. That's, that's what I've realized. Life hack. I've also
0: been into fruit tea at the moment. Like, uh, fruity tea. Fruity uh, tea. Uh, I don't know why. I never used to like it, but I, I had the like twining, twinings, twi- whatever, the raspberry one. I was like, literally, this tastes so good. So that's like my new thing at the minute. Mm-hmm. Not right now. I'm not drinking it right now.
1: Mm-hmm. I, I think <laughs> this may be a controversial opinion, but I am um, like, you know, the shit list that people have like things that like they hate. It's like on, yeah. on TikTok and stuff. Is it's fruit been, like, tea one of them? It's anything that's fruit flavored, but not actual fruit
0: yeah that's fair but it's not the thing is it's not really sweet like i think the smell makes it seem sweeter than it actually is but it tastes quite for me it tastes like quite bitter which is probably why i like it (laughs) yeah but then i I don't i don't know i get it i get it fruit flavored
1: water uh, even like dried fruit in nobody if like you haven't put it yourself in it uh, yeah um wow this is so interesting what else it's like anything that's fake fruit I agree with fruit flavored water. Yeah. And you know what? Yeah, like squash. The only, the only time squash is acceptable squash in my opinion is when you're at uni and you're mixing it with vodka and it's like the mm. cheapest <laughs> <laughs> pre drink drink you can have. <laughs> that's so funny. <laughs> we were like, Michael got like a bottle of squash or something gross like that um, this week.
0: It is a very um, British thing, you know. I so think, British. I think like British people are brought up in their households always having squash. Like they don't drink water, they will always yeah. just have squash and water.
1: Yeah, and me and my my Spanish housemate were like, "Uh, can't believe you're like <laughs> 25 and drinking this. <laughs> like mm-hmm. just drink normal water or a
0: juice." Did like, it give you the ick where you're it, like,
1: "Ick." <laughs> that, yeah. I'm sorry if you if you are listening and you do drink squash. I I am judging you. I can't <laughs> even say I'm not because I am. <laughs> That's funny, and I and I don't mean putting real like lemon or like actual fruit in water because that tastes good. Yeah, it's it's the processed weird shit for me. <laughs>
0: for me, <laughs> it's the half huh for me. Um. I mean, if you guys drink that, let us know like why you like.
1: <laughs> yeah, don't talk about like the rest of the topics. Just tell us about the. Yeah, fruit just flavoring. tell us about
0: fruit, fruit flavored things. Do you agree or disagree? You know, if you Let well, us yeah, know.
1: on Spotify, like the question boxes, you can do.
0: <laughs> yeah, we can add it into this sub- into the this episode. What we're we gonna talk about today? Okay, I'm gonna give context into how we we decided on this topic. Yes, basically, Leo is a TikToker now. um, Oh my god! (laughs) She sent me a, she sent me a TikTok song. Um, I don't think he even said. Oh no, you did say something. Um, oh okay. So she sent me the account was at Ben Ben Abraham. Um, and it's this guy who wrote a song, and the lyrics of his songs were. Do you mind if I read them? No, no, of course not. Please. It says, "Well, I've never been worse, but I've never been better, and I'm in love with the person that I'm becoming, but I'm more insecure than ever." Um, and the more I learn the less I know but it's all right two different things can both be true at the same time Um, so Leo sent this to me and I think you said something like you love the whole like duality of it that there can be two truths at the same time and my response was um, why do I relate to the song so much and then Leo was like let's talk about it on the podcast and I'm like okay and now here we are (laughs) as with anything we
1: relate to we couldn't possibly not discuss it on our favorite exactly, forum.
0: Exactly. So we're going to talk about that. This The whole idea about like two things existing at the same time. And then the concept of duality of life. And I was thinking, I'm like, why do we do highs and lows in the first place? Like in every episode. Mm. And I guess that's a part of it. It's because we kind of are accepting that no week is going to be perfect. And there's going to be times where there's highs. There's going to be times that there's lows. And more just like accepting that there's beauty in all of it. And I noticed especially, I mean, my my high and low for this episode... A lot of the highs that I have are as a result of the lows that I've experienced. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's also, I mean, this was a perfect example of that, of like, okay, I went through kind of a shit emotional time this week with family, but it's made, because of that, it made me realize and be grateful for how close my relationship is with my family. So I thought that was an interesting thing to say. Yeah. Um, Thank you for providing that example this week. (laughs) You're welcome.
1: (laughs) You're welcome. (laughs) No, it's so true. I Because, yeah, I feel like this is an interesting topic to talk about because it's almost the conflict that we were speaking about in our, like, not last episode, but the one before. But even also mm-hmm. in our last episode with Zoe. Um, But I'm talking about, like, the breaking up with yourself, uh, with our past selves episode. Because yeah. it's that thing of, like, us constantly striving for, like, self-awareness, self-development, etc. But that, like, directly almost contradicts itself with accepting yourself loving yourself as you are and that i think if you're like struggling against it and constantly struggling struggling with like the opposing forces and i think i was doing that a lot like seeing things too binary like believing that one thing has to be true about myself yeah and like one belief has to be true but actually just like letting go of that and realizing that actually two things or more than two things can and are true at all times in one given moment like you could and I was I I think this is why I I was telling Cara before the episode I I think we should try start like a journal in our note section when we're feeling like conflicting emotions like I can go into a night out like taking a selfie taking a cute selfie like looking at myself in the mirror feeling beautiful feeling confident but I could like half an hour later have a moment where I'm feeling insecure Or, you know, I could, I could have in the same half an hour, have a moment where I'm like loving life, having so much fun with my friends. And then the next moment I'm like, oh my God, did I say something? And people hate me now. Like both of, (laughs) you know, those conflicting emotions I think are existing all the time, even at work, like, oh, one, one minute I'm feeling like, oh, that was, that was a great presentation or that went really well. And then the next moment I'm doubting my performance and I'm, I'm overthinking things and, I don't know I just think it's so interesting that like w- at least I I was gonna say we but I don't want to assume things for other no no people. I agree with you <laughs> um but I feel like I judge myself for the duality so often where I'm confused and judging myself oh why can't I like just stick with one thing like you know why can't yeah. I just be feeling this all the time if I know that one thing is to be true you know why do I still fall into the traps of still thinking the negatives but it's i think the concept yeah. like especially like reading more a little bit about it now actually just accepting that both of those will always be true be existing within you and that is almost like the first step to just being mindful being grateful and like being more present in life like just the acceptance of that and yeah. like cuz especially i think i'm so scared of being hurt or um failing or you know any or you know any of those kind of quote-unquote negative experiences, but it's just like realizing that even with the positives, perceived positives, there will always be downsides and vice versa. And I, um, yeah, my uh, friend was telling me about like a Chinese proverb or something, a a fable, which um, maybe I can share after you've shared your thoughts because I found it. I found it interesting.
0: I think we found the same one because I I found one as well. Yeah, yeah you can read it later. Um. Yeah, I mean, I agree with everything that you were saying. I mean, after doing research, it it seems to me that it's all about, yeah, embracing the duality of life and, like, not going against it. And just, like, acknowledging that we're meant to experience the full spectrum of emotions in the human experience. Like, that's what being human is all about. It's about feeling happy, feeling sad, feeling angry, feeling stressed, um, feeling grateful. Like, all these things exist, and it's okay to feel them all at the same time as well. Mm. It's not like you have to start the day... And like, you're like, I'm going to be happy today. And then like something happens and you're supposed to feel bad about not being in that state of happiness. Like it's, it, it goes through ebbs and flows. Um, and I found something like a concept that I, that I found quite interesting. It's called like the surfer's mentality. Um, so it's this idea like um, surfers, for example, they go up on on a wave and they know it's coming and then they're on top of the wave and they're enjoying it in the moment and they're happy. But they know, even when they're on the wave, that the wave will crash and that they will fall. But that doesn't take away from enjoying the experience in the moment. Mm. So they understand that there's, you know, even after they're crashing, there's more waves that are co- going to come. Um, and they're prepared for the waves to crash, but that doesn't make them not want to experience it at the same time. So enjoying enjoying being on top of the wave, enjoying it in the moment, enjoying the fact that it, you're probably going to crash and it's, another wave is going to come again. And I think... If we take that notion and like apply it to our lives, of just enjoying every aspect of being alive, with the moments that are challenging, you know, the moments that are good, um, and acknowledging that there are many parts of the human experience, then we can actually just like experience more like harmony within ourselves. Yeah, um, which I found really nice. Like I really like that analogy. I love that. To a- yeah,
1: I I found a a similar analogy or I. I read this blog post, um, we'll link our sources, um, but one of the thing that drew me to want to read it was the headline was something yeah. about understanding the power of and, and I found that interesting because the author was saying that it's it's so easy at any point in time to to be kind of like single-minded and myopic, like when you're feeling bad, everything is bad, when you feel good, like everything is good, when actually, yeah, it's necessary to like recognize that there's always both forces at work there's always good yeah. and bad push and pull acceptance and change and it's like and is then in this case the powerful tool um of being mindful of like life's duality and there was she gave this example of her friend who was diagnosed with cancer and surviving cancer people were often like oh you you know you must be so grateful that you know you came out the other side etc and this woman was basically speaking about like Yes, though that gratefulness or the appreciation for life exists, but it's also having the diagnosis and going through that experience is still something to be mourned or something to feel ho- like something terrible to go through. And yeah. she was saying that she visualized herself walking a path with both hands full. In one hand, she carried all her gratitude, relief, positive emotions. In the other hand, she carried all her grief, anger and negative emotions. And that she told this author that it was perfectly acceptable to honor both. And it's like, we don't even have a choice, really. Like, life is always a delicate dance between seemingly contradictory emotions and thoughts. Mm. And we need to give ourselves the time and space to experience both sides. And even if, like, you're particularly hard on yourself, and this, this woman, this author, was a mother. It's just, like, validating what you're saying but then also opening yourself up to the whole picture. So it was like, okay, she she yelled at her kids today and she was like, "Oh, I'm such a bad mother like I yelled at my at my children." And the therapist would be like, "And they know that you're trying your best and you're, you know, creating the most loving home that you possibly could at that moment, etc." Like just, you know, validating yourself and realizing that actually that thing might be true that you're criticizing yourself for. But there's also a bigger picture that exists at the same time.
0: I love that. It's like that. It's the idea that um, just because you feel that emotion, it doesn't like cancel out all the other emotions. It's all just kind of like everything's working to try find its balance in your life. And um, I mean, are there like specific examples that you can think of that you where you're kind of feeling multiple truths at the same time? I think a lot with my past
1: because obviously I've spoken about it on the podcast. It's like the ever-recurring thing that I now love talking about clearly (laughs) um but I think I've 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 really come to a point where I am able to experience gratitude for what happened because I recognize that my experiences in like my teenage years my last relationship that is what allows me to appreciate my relationship for what it is now and the love that I'm able to feel the honesty like the communication that we have and I don't think yeah. I would be able to have the relationship I have now without those experiences. But I can still feel feelings of guilt, shame, regret about those experiences at the same time. Like, I think both of those still exist. And, I, and I'm and i wondering, actually, if, if that's just okay. Like, if that's just always going to be a part of it, you know? And yeah. I, I think as long as, like, the feeling of, I guess, gratitude and acceptance is still there and, like, still maybe the strongest force, then it's actually okay that the other feelings still exist. I wonder if it's, and I'm so, so grateful that I've not, you know, lost anyone. Yeah. Extremely important to me. Yeah, I know that it's going to happen because that's a part of life again. But I wonder if it's the same with loss. Like, I don't think grief ever goes away. Like, I think it's a feeling that stays with you throughout your entire life. But I think that hopefully there are certain aspects to it which will still also exist that are like positive emotions in terms of like gratitude for that person impacting you or yeah I don't know, you know, what those... Yeah, or even just appreciating that you had that love for this person in the first place, you know, like missing someone or being sad that someone's gone means that you had something so special. Yeah, and it's painful in them. the moment,
0: but then, yeah, the chances that you get to remember like the good times, that's also something that, like good that comes out. Of that situation as well. I think grief is like a perfect example of that. Like it never fully goes away. Yeah. Um, but there's you know good moments in terms of while you're healing through grief. Um, but I also think the example that you said. Um, I mean, it's exactly that. Like you can you can be grateful for it, but still feel guilty. Like it yeah. doesn't. They don't have to. It's not one or the other. Um, which is very very interesting what about you for me it's it's not I mean it's just like little things like um, this might be funny to share actually but when I'm I find it that when I'm like have my own time have peace and stillness and stuff I'm enjoying it in the moment but then I'm also being like I really want to be having more of an exciting life and like Mm -hmm. doing more things so even if I'm in that moment of like yes I'm really happy and content with being still and calm right now I'm still feeling a bit bad about it.
1: Mm.
0: But then what and then exactly in the other situation where where I am probably like doing something that's seen societally as like the most exciting fun thing, um even though I'm enjoying it in that moment, I'm also in my head thinking I can't wait like to be alone again. Yeah. So it's like for me it's that bad battle of like enjoying stillness and also enjoying the excitement of life and craving both at the same time. <laughs> it's really hard yeah. to explain. Um but I feel that a lot with my life, I think. Yeah, and I guess it's more about, like, instead of feeling bad about wanting the other thing, it's more just, like, enjoying that there is a dual aspect to it and, like, enjoying that, yes, I'm in this moment, I'm enjoying it, and being grateful that I have a chance to then have my own time eventually. So it's, like, it's just changing the perspective of it, I think, rather than the actual experience. Yeah,
1: like, accepting the contradictions and accepting that.
0: Yeah, and it's not, like, weird that I'm enjoying both. No. Or, no. like, when I'm in one situation craving the other. It's more just, like, that's clearly what. <laughs> that's what makes you have both, I you know? Like, it. yeah, exactly. if
1: you're still and then you come to a point where actually, like, oh, you would want to, like, see friends and hang out, be social or, like, go on an adventure, go travel. Then you, like, make plans to do so. Maybe you do it. And then afterwards, you're like, oh, God, can't wait to, like, be alone and, you know, yeah. be. Um, and that's, like, what <laughs> makes you be able to, like, have both experiences, I think it was like yeah, exactly. I actually read that in one of the articles that like loneliness and companionship feel like opposing emotions but actually both of them are like necessary to be able to enjoy each other yeah as in like one o- both emotions
0: <laughs> I don't know if that's making sense it does and I guess like if you, if you guys haven't listened to our episode on loneliness with Zoe she talks a lot about like taking her loneliness loneliness with her and how it's not It's not like, oh, you can be lonely and then not lonely. It's kind of something that's always there in her life. So her perspective on that is really interesting if you want to give that a listen. Something that we found a bit, because we were talking about this a bit before when we were trying to kind of understand the concept of duality. And a lot of it is, a lot of it from what I've read is this idea that there's like op- opposing sides um so for example there's light and dark and like we can't fully understand dark without understanding what lightness is because darkness is the absence of light or for example we can't really feel and understand success without going through failures which i think like the i mean elizabeth day's podcast how to fail is kind of all about this idea that like you only finally succeed by going through all these failures and obstacles in your life or like I don't know what are other examples. Like, you can't experience love without knowing what losing someone feels like. Or, like, knowing what heartbreak feels like. Um, and we don't, like, we agree with a lot of it. But there's some things that we don't mm, fully understand, I guess, I guess with that concept. Because, for example, like you, Leo, like you said you haven't lost someone in your life. So you haven't really gone through that experience. But do you think that limits your ability to, like, fully love? Because I wouldn't... <laughs> I wouldn't say so.
1: I wonder because, again, I think and we're going to probably speak about this, but there's different definitions of like the duality of life that we've read. And I choose to believe one more than the other. Like, I think the nature of opposing, I think maybe opposing is the wrong word, seemingly conflicting yeah maybe is the right one because I I think that again if you're like oh there has to be like two truths like that's so binary again like there's like yeah okay there's only one of two options but for example like oh you can't experience love without loss I think what is the definition of loss I think I've gone through things in my life where I've experienced certain amounts of grief or loss or like heartbreak on a scale do I believe that there? is more to come, or that there's probably more that I'm going to experience. Yes. Will there be experiences that will increase my ability to love? I definitely think so. Like, I was even thinking about, like, childbirth. You know, I don't think there's anything comparable that, like, I can... I can say right now to becoming a mother or being able to experience those emotions. And I'm sure that is both. That is, like, a loss of identity. That is a love that in, obviously... The best case is just unconditional, you know? Yeah. And I don't think I know what that love for a child feels like yet. But I'm sure that that love will increase my capacity to love my whole family, like my partner, etc. Like I I think, so I I do believe that, yeah, experiencing certain emotions at like one extreme will make you appreciate the other extremes more because you've just...
0: I don't know. But I, I still believe that, yeah, everything is just a spectrum. I, I agree 100% with what you're saying. I think maybe the defi- like the things and resources that I've found that have made it seem like it's this or that. Yeah. They take, and especially, but then there's a whole focus on like perspective and everyone has their own mm. experience. And I think ha- having this understanding of, oh, it's this or that kind of takes away from someone's own individual experience. And like just because you haven't experienced the worst case doesn't mean you still haven't learned from the spectrum of those feelings so that's how I mean I would like position it differently I think yeah Um, because I mean even emotions like it's not like oh you're happy there's only one like feel like level of happiness you know happiness even within itself has a spectrum yeah but yeah I mean can you describe your understanding of duality with the whole like truths that there's like multiple truths because I found that really interesting when you were saying it earlier yeah I
1: read something really interesting about I guess perceived value and perceived truths so one example was the value of a house. It says, I have a house. I say the house is worth $100,000. A real estate appraiser says it's actually only worth 90000 A monk says it's worth nothing. A monopoly owner says it's worth $300,000 and he's willing to pay cash up front for it. A bird flies by and shits on it and doesn't consider it's worth whatsoever. <laughs> A kid who is the son of the previous owner thinks that there is no price that can match the value that it, that it means to him because he has lived there all his life until his family moved out. Who is right? They're all right and none of them are right. The house has no inherent value because all the values given to it are relative to the person ascribing the value. The relative nature of value means that there is no true values for anything because everything is based on perspective. That is a separation of mind and matter. Because these values are relative, the house itself has no set value. It can be changed at any time. Then there's something else <laughs> that goes into it. Um, but it's it just says that like absolute truth lies beyond the perception because perception is only one filter that can be used to view something. And like another example that was given in a different article um, was just that the duality is the nature in which everything and anything holds opposing truth, all of which are true. So it's like, our Earth is an enormous planet, but it's also a moat of dust suspended in space. The villain and the hero are both each other. It's all perspective. And everything we're, we perceive as truth is only relative. And that doesn't mean that relative truth is unimportant or meaningless. Truth is truth, even if it is a relative one. Which I just, <laughs> I just think is really interesting um it's it makes me
0: feel quite existential to be honest because I'm like so what is true like is it all what I perceive it to be true and like what then like if everything is subjective and like I mean what you said like that truth it's not like it's not relevant or not important like relative truth Mm. but then it's like what I'm interested to, to understand more like then how that plays with like a universal truth or like society's believing in the same thing or like applying the same i don't know beliefs and values to certain things, if that makes sense,
1: yeah, I don't think that something becomes more true just because multiple people believe it. I don't know, but I think that's what happens a lot of the time, yeah, and we believe something to be true because people tell it, but I think that's probably something different than like the actual reality, I mean, but you no. Know <laughs> yeah i guess i mean the like classic definition that i've read in most sources of duality was obviously life or death like because we're alive we can sense and value aliveness because we aren't dead um and we have no tangible access to the dead we can't truly understand it which leads us to be afraid of this unknown but it's like because of the death there is life we will die we were not alive before we were brought into this world. We are part of never-ending yeah. cycles. And you have to just have faith in the continuum. And yeah, I guess we're we're gonna experience like the other side. And that is a that is, I guess, an objective truth. Like everyone will <laughs> die <laughs> at some point. <laughs> um Yeah. And I guess it can be existential, but it's also I think it's comforting because it makes you realize that you all you can do is just exist in this moment. And like things like your job or money have only been attributed like external values to it. They don't yeah, they only hold as much inherent value to you as you let them. Or to a certain extent, yeah. obviously because like money and are like essential tools in this world. but I think they're no more than that. Like money is just a tool to enable you to like live life. And not have to struggle so much against the system that we were like born into. But money itself has no value. Like before money, there was trading (laughs) rocks and stones and trading things, you know? Yeah. I don't
0: know, this is getting deep. (laughs) (laughs) It's getting deep. I mean, I saw this, I read this thing as well, where it's like there's so much duality in nature as well, and like in the universe. And we kind of just like, we know about that and we kind of just let it be and we're not really questioning it in our mm. in our universe um so why do we try question it in ourselves and like fight against it if anything mm. like we should apply that same mindset of like this is just it's you know just going with the ebbs and flows of life and like yeah taking it as it is rather than like fighting against it yeah um it made me think of a song actually do you know um uh happy and sad by casey what's her name casey mark griefs or something i don't know how to say Must you know it or yeah yeah oh my god play it quickly play like 10 seconds <laughs> of it <I>
1: think <laughs> we're then... not gonna
0: get copy written <laughs> i mean i actually i can get the lyrics up actually yeah because um, the whole song she's like i'm feeling happy and sad at the same time mm-hmm. um so she says like uh, um She. i mean like one of the lyrics she's like i'm comfortable when the sky is gray but when everything is perfect i start hiding because i know that rain is coming my way um and then she says like she's happy and sad at the same time she's smiling with tears in her eyes and she's never felt so high but she doesn't want to come down so if, in the song you can kind of see that she's battling between this like yes i'm feeling both things and like in the moment where i'm feeling high she doesn't want to fall yeah. down so she's like fearful of the low that comes yeah after the high which a lot of us do and i guess that's what this is all about is like not and then it goes to like that wave analogy as well like when you're yeah. on that wave and stuff you know that that crash is coming but that shouldn't stop you from like enjoying it in the moment or like thinking about it um i'll yeah. put the song it's like one of my favorite songs actually i'll put it in the descriptions
1: okay perfect yeah you know what casey needs to do she needs to <laughs> accept the duality laugh accept it episode. honey come down
0: it's not <laughs> too bad when it well i think that's another side of it as well as like knowing that when you're in a moment of darkness and like things are going rough that that's not the constant state that you're gonna be in like there will be a high after that and i feel like yeah. there's comfort in that um, and, and even that they but don't com- have to be
1: one after the other like you can have a period yeah. of darkness but still find light within the darkness or you can have a Like, I don't know, maybe it's even too binary to say there's always periods, you know? I think in, like, terms of, like, for example, mental illnesses like uh, depression or I think bipolar disorder as well, obviously there'll maybe be, like, more defined phases or stages where, like, Mm. you know, one is more extreme than the other, one emotion or one state of being because of, you know, the chemicals in your brain. But I think still within different states, it doesn't mean that there is no light, you know, or that there is no darkness, like,
0: and maybe it's just that people... And it's okay to feel happy and sad at the same time. (laughs) Yeah,
1: and it's just, I guess, people that, you know, have different kind of chemical balances in their brain, maybe they just experience the duality of life, like, with more force. And I guess, again, that probably enables them to appreciate both in a different way, that, like, we, like, you and me couldn't, because we don't like our our brains (laughs) don't have that chemical imbalance you know yeah um and again that doesn't mean that like either is like good or bad or normal and not normal it's just like different different states of existing and your and my brains are not the same no even though we can feel similar emotions and like relate to each other (laughs) you know I don't know yeah I wanted to so my friend told me this story Ali I don't think you're listening to this but shout out to you um <laughs> so she was saying that and I, I I hope I'm not gonna I'm maybe gonna be misremembering it a little bit but it, it, it's going back to that concept of nothing is bad luck and nothing is good luck it's all just like you know it could be bad or good you don't you just don't know um so it's the story of this like this old man and he lives in a in a small village and he owns a horse I think it is he owns a horse and then his horse one day escapes and is suddenly gone. And the whole village is like, oh my God, that is such bad luck. And he's like, mm. it could be bad luck. It could be good luck. The next day, the horse returns and it brings three horses with him. So then suddenly <laughs> he has so many more than he started with. And then the whole village mm. is like, oh, that is such good luck. Like, amazing for you. Yeah. And he's like, it could be good luck. It Could be bad luck. <laughs> the next day, the, his son like, starts riding one of the horses and he falls off the horse and he ends up paralyzed and the whole village oh. is like oh my god that is such terrible luck and he's like it yeah. could be bad luck it could be good luck the next day the military comes by and is recruiting every single man that is able-bodied to go to war mm. and the son can't go yeah everyone is like it could be you know that's that's such mm. good luck and it's like, it could yeah. be good luck, it could be bad luck. And it probably, you know, it yeah. could go on like that forever. But I I found that story so interesting as just like exemplifying how everything could be both and is both at the
0: same time. At the same time. Yeah. I actually got goosebumps when you're saying mm. that story. Like, oh, my God.
1: Yeah, she was telling yeah. me we were, we were like on our way to brunch. And <laughs> she was telling me.
0: And I was like, oh, my God. Like, yeah, that's quite deep. Yeah, wow. That's so, so, so interesting. It's the whole idea that, like, you and the, like, what's the point of like putting a thing of like, this is good or bad mm. to certain situations? And like, why are we putting so much energy into that when it's like, there's no way we'll ever know, like, why some particular thing happened to us. Yeah. And like, sitting, like, you spending so much time thinking of it and like trying to change things when we actually don't have control. This goes back to like not having control over yeah. things. And like, there's no point. I loved like the fact that the guy was like, it could be good or bad. Like, and then yeah. kind of being like, why are we, spent, why are we thinking of it? Because it could be good or bad. Yeah. You know, see how life plays out. I love that. I wonder, is that like a children's story or something?
1: <laughs> I have no idea. I don't even know where she got the story from. I should ask her. Um, but yeah, I was... Yeah, I'd love yeah, to know. It also made me think of, because I think we talked about this on the podcast episode, that like, because I struggle a lot with not wanting to let myself like enjoy a moment or be proud or feel happy out of fear, that it'll come like crashing down and that it'll like all be taken away from me in the sense of, like I'll yeah. I'll step I'll m- mess up and I'll make a mistake and then it's only yeah. because I've like let myself like let my guard down etc and it's like but a- a- embracing this concept like makes that completely non-valid because it's just like well yeah things will happen either way regardless it's mm-hmm. your perception of it that will label it good or bad you know
0: yeah and i think in like in those moments just fully feeling it and taking it in whatever it is is the way to live your life rather than like not being in the moment and then thinking okay how do i fix this or like yeah how do i protect the situation so it doesn't get worse like all these little things yeah so it's more like instead of challenging all these like opposing truths just accepting them as they are and like being in the moment yeah.
1: If you've heard of kristen neff but she's like a, a self-compassion expert
0: i don't know she's she's Ooh, written a book I, on
1: self-compassion she's got like a phd
0: um i and, wish i was a self-compassion expert <laughs> I know,
1: Right. i feel like i've given her this title i don't know how she actually calls herself but you know i read something about like what she said about even within self-compassion because obviously like this is what we've been experiencing in the podcast right you want to like accept yourself but want more for yourself etc and she says that like even within self-compassion there are different forces and like using the yin yang analogy there's tender self-compassion in her opinion which is the yin and that's what says everything is okay you're human love yourself as you are and there's fierce self-compassion which is the yang which says we can change, we must create opportunities to evolve and get better, we can protect, provide for and motivate ourselves. And just as too much perfectionism, so too much of the yang can be toxic, like too much of the other Mm. side would also be toxic. So, and it doesn't mean that like we should do either, because like just accepting everything as it is would also be kind of like complacency. The key to even like self-compassion is to have both. Yeah, And like everything... Is almost always paradoxical.
0: <laughs> I love that. And that's in our nature. Yeah. It's interesting to see like the parallels to what we experience like as humans. So also what's out there in the universe. Yeah. That, I, I mean like even just doing a bit of research on this episode it made, made me wanna I guess understand the universe more as well and like just how it functions as a whole. Yeah. I mean bi- biology and like ecosystems in
1: itself are always paradoxical and there's always so many different forces you know there's like savageness there's death there's killing but there's also compassion there's protection there's symbiosis like there's parasites there's like it always (laughs) all exists yeah which is which is cool
0: (laughs) very cool (laughs) I hope this episode made sense to people
1: (laughs) yeah I feel like again we like as always don't have any answers but just thought it was like an interesting concept to like think about and I I definitely want to just like bring it to the front of my mind more like be more aware of like that what i'm feeling is okay even if it's seemingly contradictory and it's just yeah
0: i definitely and i really want to do the challenge that you said of like yeah just for a week every Mm. every intense emotion that we're feeling like writing it down and if you guys are listening and you want to also do it like participate with us do it this week write all your little notes of the emotions that you're feeling um and then we can like talk about it in like a future episode as well. Um, just to kind of like acknowledge everything that we're saying here, like yes, there were moments where we were feeling so many different things. So
1: yeah, oh my um, God, if you do it and if you do the notes section journaling, please send us screenshots of them, and then we can read yes, them please. out, or we can like obviously include them anonymously in like a I don't know Instagram roundup or something like whatever you guys think is best, yeah. or or on TikTok or something
0: or the other. Yeah. but
1: I think it that also would might be nice beautiful. to like.
0: I reckon there will be a lot of similarities with like mm. the intense emotions that a lot of people are feeling. So I'm like interested yeah. to see that as well. Yeah,
1: um, I'm excited.
0: Yeah. Uh, on a completely random note, I wanted to say that if you don't know about our YouTube channel, <laughs> oh yeah, here on YouTube, um, and I've just a month late. I know, I know. Let's not dwell too <laughs> much on it. Um, we uploaded our New Year's Eve in Italy um vlog, which ended up being really cute like i'm quite proud of it as well that's something i'm I'm proud of such a cute vlog it ended up looking (laughs) and the vibe so if you want to check us out um then do literally just search the matcha diaries on youtube and you can subscribe to us if you want to um we'll be posting more yeah um there's part two which is like it's gonna be a bit shorter wasn't it so cute it must be so nice as well for you to have like a memory of your birthday
1: I was thinking that, and we were discussing it in our, like, girls group chat, because everyone was, like, messaging me about the video, and we're like, oh my god, it was so cute, and, like, we should vlog more, and it's just... And I was literally sitting on the train, like, watching the video, like, smiling from ear to ear. Yeah. Obviously, it'll probably be, like, different for you guys watching it, because, like, <laughs> I, I don't know. I mean, I hope that you'll also be smiling from ear to ear, um, but... Yeah, I was just thinking about how I want to vlog and capture memories like this more because it's so special. And yeah. even just like I guess even just like putting a soundtrack behind it and everything, like it just it makes you oh my feel gosh, like, yeah, oh the like, little sound bites your life from is it a movie.
0: are so. <laughs> it really did feel like that because even like when yeah. I had music over it, I still kept the kind of background noises that yeah, you know, like everyone singing "Happy Birthday" to Leo, but there was still like music in the background. It was so 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 cute. Um, interestingly, though, because during that time we both had like moments of feeling down so I feel like that also ties back to this actually like you can look back at that video and like know that yes there were moments of like happiness and joy that you experienced because you could see it on your face like you looked so happy in in that moment still I mean afterwards we spoke about it there were like moments where you weren't feeling happy either and that doesn't take away from the whole experience like yes you were happy but also you weren't happy and that's that is being human is like feeling everything yeah Exactly, and
1: it's so it's also I, I want to stop tainting memories or or tainting them for myself because I maybe experience certain negative emotions, you know? it's just yeah. like because I, I think especially with like trips and stuff or nights out or whatever it is, um like big things that we like hype up in our brain. You know, I think going into it, I can often be like, oh my God, I, this is going to be, th- I want this to be like the best thing ever. I want to feel like happy, and confident, <laughs> etc., yeah. etc." et cetera. And like the reality is that like, that's just not going to be the case 24 seven of yeah. that specific thing or like, you know, of this specific moment. Like it's just, and I think I just need to accept that more and, and not beat myself up over when I have like lower moments or like thoughts that maybe I don't like as much come in when I'm in those experiences yeah. and just. Almost like I guess that that's the whole concept of like meditation as well, right? Like accepting that a negative thought is coming through and just you know seeing it, but then like okay, letting it pass by versus like what I do yeah, is like being holding kind on to
0: yourself while feeling yeah. It,
1: yeah. I like see the negative thought, hold on to it, turn it over, turn it over again, make it bigger, um, <laughs> etc. You know, versus just like yeah. okay, just like letting it float by and just seeing it more as like that's that's a cloud in it's my just, brain.
0: Yeah, it's a moment. <laughs>
1: yeah, and that's okay. Yeah, it's okay to have that. Um, yeah. I I don't know what this is, but I I've found a really beautiful quote um from of the Tao Te Ching. If anyone, yeah, write... that's what
0: I found as well. Mm. Do you know what it is? Because I actually don't. Do you want to read it? It's it's like a like a holy piece of writing that like in I think it was China that like people were referred back to. Um. But there was, like, a specific piece. I don't know if we found the same one. Was it, like, the second verse? Yeah. So it says, um, Under heaven, all can see beauty as beauty, only because there is ugliness. All can know good as good, only because there is evil. Being and non-being produce each other. The difficult is born in the easy. Long is defined by short, the high by the low. Before and after go along with each other. So the sage lives openly with apparent duality and paradoxical unity. The sage can act without effort and teach without words, nurturing things without possessing them. He works, but not for rewards. He competes, but not for results. When the work is done, it is forgotten. That is why it lasts forever. I love it. And (laughs) if you wanted
1: to say nothing about it, I just wanted it to be read out, because I just, especially like the last few lines, like when the work is done, it is forgotten. That is why it lasts forever. Something about it is just, because that's like, all of us like every day we will like our work no one is going to remember it even if something is like on the internet who knows if the internet is even going to exist in like five years or ten like or hundred or you know I don't know we don't know yeah but it's just I don't know the concept that the fleetingness of life is true but it's like I don't know that is why it lasts forever. Something about it is just... I know. Beautiful, I think.
0: Yeah. And it's all about, like, being aware of the paradoxical nature that exists. Um, and instead of, like, putting labels on it, like, oh, this is a negative situation or a positive situation, just experiencing it and accepting it, feeling gratitude for it and, like, moving on. <laughs> you know what I love as well? The expression paradoxical unity.
1: Yeah. That in itself is so powerful, I think. Because that in itself is a paradox. Yeah. I love
0: it. Yeah.
1: Anyways, I I love it's this. A bit episode trippy, topic. isn't it? <laughs> it is trippy. <laughs> I fucking love it. Um, and I yeah, I just find it interesting how it's clearly such a prominent concept in philosophy, in a lot of like religious uh, texts. Because I was speaking to yeah my housemate Vesh about it, and she said that like accepting duality of life is one of the key kind of cornerstones in Hinduism as well. And I mean, just shows how important it is I think like how many people have talked about it and thought about it and so I'm kind of surprised it's taken us like two years (laughs) (laughs) to like realize that like everything we speak about almost is exactly this concept
0: yeah and I'm pretty sure we've said it in episodes before of like oh well this contradicts everything I said in the last episode yeah (laughs) because we've just like experienced a different thing or felt different things so yeah no I agree I'm like wait how did we not notice this um but maybe you know maybe it was meant to be that in this specific moment we've realized this yeah it's not a bad thing or a good thing it's just happened now
1: (laughs) oh my god I love it on a different note I think last time we spoke um I said I was going to cut my hair I just wanted to say that I have cut my hair and yes and it looks so freaking cute thank you that's exactly what I wanted to say (laughs) no i'm joking but Hi, i am just... leo and
0: i love my haircut and it's like so short now and i'm just like adorable <laughs> i don't even know why i
1: wanted to say it but
0: um no I... it is a big thing because we were saying like we wanted like the whole thing was you topping your hair was almost yeah. like breaking up with your past overthinking self so honestly do you i feel... feel like a changed woman now i kind
1: of do like i kind of feel very liberated and i, I love just... it I so I'm I can still recommend. What my thing is. Someone messaged me actually, like on my personal account. One of the podcast listeners being like, "Oh my god, you like cutting your hair is making me think like whether I should." And I was like, "Yeah, fuck it, do it." Like, what have do you it, got it, to do it, lose? Do you it. know, like if you're Get thinking banged. about something right now, <laughs> like what's the worst that can happen? You know, nothing. Exactly. Worst case, it'll grow back, or I don't know, or you'll just wear a hat. realize fine. something different. <laughs> um, True. And again, value is relative, and it's only what you. Attach it to, or whatever it is, um, <laughs> or, whatever. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> or whatever, or whatever. Um, yeah, I think this is a good note to end this episode. We've been talking yes. for like
0: over an hour, so <laughs> love that for us. <laughs> love that for us. We hope you enjoyed this episode, though. Um, yes. I certainly did. I really, really enjoyed, you know, learning more about it myself and just chatting it through. Me too. Being confused together because that's always fun. Yay! <laughs> See, we're confused. No.
1: I was like, "Oh my god, being confused together is that another paradox?" But actually, well, I think our, our <laughs> it is if you want it to be Lou <laughs> I want it to be. Um, <laughs> our podcast is all about like the paradoxes in life, right? Like wanting to be more confident and hype each other up, but also accepting that being it's happy. okay to feel low sometimes yeah. and insecure, and being there for each other in like both of those moments, and
0: you know. Maybe yeah. we should change our podcast name to The Duality of... The Dual the ma- Diaries. <laughs> the, dual di- the Duality Diaries. <laughs> oh my god.
1: Petition to change our name. No, we won't. Don't worry, guys. Don't worry. Um, I know you are worried right now. I know that suddenly you... They were Your panking. ears perked
0: up. They were quaking. <laughs> don't do this. Um,
1: yeah. Well, okay. if you've made it to the end of this episode... Thank you very much for listening to our Thank thoughts. you. And um, please do let us know what your thoughts on this are. And like if, you know, your experiences with it. Because I'd be very yeah.
0: keen to know. Or if your or your interpretation is like you mm. see it in a different yes, way. Because yes. I guess it's, it's all about perspective,
1: isn't it? Exactly. And it, <laughs> again, it's completely okay. It would actually prove the exact point of this episode. If you have read about the concept of duality of life and you've understood it differently. Like that's. exactly That's completely okay and that will probably be the case for like some of you listening so you know let us know (laughs) let us Um, know hope you're doing well and appreciating i literally if i say duality one more time i'm gonna vomit in my mouth i'm not gonna say it (laughs) um (laughs) just just hope you're doing good appreciate the
0: duality of life i said it for you so you didn't have to say it
1: thank you (laughs) i couldn't do it no more i couldn't (laughs) um yeah love you lots love you guys speak soon Bye. bye bye